The Gun Experiment proudly presents Chopping It Up. And here are your hosts, Mike and Big Keith. Alrighty then, what's going on, Big Keith? You're going to be excited. Oh yeah? Yep. Why? I have been eyeing up something that you are actually going to like. Uh, is it a FUD gun? Because then I would not like it. It is. Is it a is it a 1940 uh, 22 that I could give a shit less about? It's... All right, so it's a clone, um, and you know that I'd have to put together, but that you could fight in the Clone Wars with. But I think it's badass. M14 EBR. Okay, I like it. So I do like it. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, I got to see one, and I had forgotten like what these things looked like. Growing, yeah, like playing video games growing up. Like yep. these were the coolest things. Yeah, yeah. Right. What's the caliber? I should know this. I feel like uh, it's like a five five six, right? Yeah, no, 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 no. It's uh, no, yeah, oh, seven six two. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, like <laughs> same as an AK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think they're just they're at least black, which we know you like, and um, they just they are really cool looking. I mean, I like it way better than that twenty two that was like well, I'm still holy shit. That. I like that a lot better. I'm still and, looking at that too. <laughs> Man, you must, you're going crazy. Go crazy, man. I, it's, I've been, yeah, it's been like, I don't know, six months since I bought a gun. Not long, too long. So I went out and shot the shadow systems a little more. I don't really want to go into it too much. I mean, maybe off the air, I'll talk to you a little bit, but uh, I'm going to definitely at some point do like a nice thorough review, but I got a little more to play around with first. Yeah. Well, we got to get out together. Uh, I want to shoot that. I want to shoot the hawk. You want to shoot the hawk. Yeah. All right. Well, before we get things rolling, I just want to remind everyone that we release new content every Tuesday morning. So be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And Chopping It Up is sponsored by Target Sports USA. Head over to targetsportsusa.com forward slash the gun experiment to get great ammo or to sign up for their ammo plus membership, which saves you 8% off free shipping on all ammo orders and a whole lot more all for $95 a year. And I just want to go off on one little quick tangent on this. I, I'm really so grateful for the, the sponsorship with them. I'm, yeah. I'm glad that we don't, going into the new year with an awesome sponsor, someone that we really feel strongly about. So really happy for that. Yeah, you get to have fun with those guys too. Yeah, they're awesome. And uh, if they you're out there listening. They introduced us to that cool brewery up there with that yeah. really good pizza. Yep. That's true. It was Hot Lips. Hot, hot Lips Pizza. Hot Lips. Yeah. And if you're out there listening and you want to support the show, one way you can do that is to obviously subscribe. And then if you're an Apple listener, leave us a five-star review. It's easy. You just click on those five stars. Leave us a comment. We'll read it on the air. And if you're a Spotify listener, just leave the five stars. And we really appreciate that a lot. So our guest co-host tonight on this episode is the one, the only, the Pew Pew Jew. Please welcome Yehuda Reamer back to the show. What's going on, Yehuda? I'm sorry you had to listen to that uh, that slow start there. You know, that, we it took it took Mike and I a little bit to get rolling. He was not excited about that EBR like I had hoped. Well, let me tell you something. I I'm at home working full time at home with a 17, 17 month old chubby little terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> totally fine with having some downtime even if that downtime is listen to me ramble three for three three minutes of guys just talking crap totally fine <laughs> <laughs> well you'll get plenty of that <laughs> so my first quote my first thing for you is uh, i heard that you have as of i think today you have a little bit of exciting news on your end of things is that true yeah something um, big right yeah, I mean, you know, some people would say it's nothing, you know. No, nah, you're being modest. It's big. No, nah, look, it is. It is just because, you know, I've been working my butt off for five years trying to build my brand and get it out there and, you know, just really make a difference. And uh, I actually hit on Instagram today 20,000 followers. Wow. That's crazy. And, and listen, and, listen know, this stuff's all relative. <laughs> Right. So like, yeah, I know you're saying there's someone out there with, you know, 600,000 followers, but that's right. nothing to sneeze at, man. That's like really, really impressive. No, I, I'm not, I'm not comparing myself. You know, I don't want, I don't want people to like, like, I don't, I'm, I'm not trying to compare myself because the minute you compare yourself is when you're never going to succeed, right? Yeah. You're never going to accomplish yeah, get, what you want to accomplish when you're right. You're, you're not right. So, um, but you know, for me, like 20,000, um, I mean, my wife still makes fun of me that, uh, five years ago in 2018, when I launched, Maybe it was even 2019. I don't even remember when I launched my Insta, my you know my uh, Instagram account. Uh, you know, she's like, "You were such a loser when you hit 100 followers." <laughs> yeah, you know, like like she still makes fun of me to this day about it, and I'm like, 
well, yeah. And then like today she actually came home. She, she's a teacher and she works down the block. So she came home from lunch. And like, as she was making lunch, I went and like, I hit 20,000. So it was like in your face, <laughs> you know, like, you know, um, did you no, try, was, did you try to like, like slide, she, she was, did you try to like slide your phone over a couple times with the Instagram page? Oh, no, like, no, 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 no. I, I, I wasn't subtle about it. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was literally, she's like in the middle of making a, a, a sandwich for herself. I like put, took her hands, put the knife down and I'm like, you know, read it and weep it woman. You know, like. <laughs> well, you know, when, when we first started our journey, you know, like this is the perspective I always looked at when we were at like, I don't know, early on, it was like, you know, we got like, like a hundred listeners. I remember seeing like a hundred listeners and I remember saying to my wife, like, that doesn't seem like a lot, but if you told someone, Hey, I can go into a, an auditorium or a, you know, a conference and a hundred people are going to sit in front of me and hear me talk. You'd be like, wow, that's, that's pretty amazing. You know, it, like, it's hard to talk in front of a hundred people in person. Yeah. You know what I you mean? Know, but like, if you said that a hundred people are going to come listen to you, give your spiel, like people will be like, wow, that's, that's impressive. You know? So yeah. I always try to put in perspective that if someone's listening, someone's following, someone's liking what you're doing. That's awesome. Whether it's a hundred or twenty thousand, it's you, right. You know, people no, a hundred percent. But you know the way I see it, because you know a few people would be like, like, oh, like big deal. So you just hit twenty thousand. Like, what's that do for you? I mean, for me, it's not just a matter of getting my message out, but for me, it's also business, right? Like, I have a whole brand that sells tons of apparel, and I have eight books out, working on nine and ten already. And the more followers I get, the more reach my books are. My, my, sorry, my, my books get, which translates to more money in my pocket if, you know, because there's more sales. So, like, you know, it, it definitely is uh, a big deal. And um, I'm, I'm really humbled by it. Yeah. Uh, very humbled that there's, there's you know, 20,000 people that somewhat care what I have to say or. Yeah. You said you had other books. What are the new books that you're putting out? Uh, we can't discuss them yet. Oh, okay. Um, one of, one of them is done. It's another children's book. It's done being written and it's already edited. Okay. Um, I am looking for about six grand for a sponsorship. So, Are there pictures? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Just well, kidding. I, no, no, hold on, hold on. What you should be asking. Keith was hoping it was color by number. No, what you should be asking, especially after my last book, are there words? Well, it's I, I actually was going to say it's easy to write nine or ten books if you didn't put words in them. Yeah. <laughs> but right. I, didn't want, I didn't want to offend you. This all sounds very exciting. You sound very excited. But there's another yes. thing that I think you, you're you probably just as excited as we are about. Shannon Watts retired. Oh, it was great. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen. Yeah. Listen, I mean, I, I heard J.J. Watt retired. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh, and then I heard Shannon watch retire. And I was like, oh, yeah. yeah. So I was like, OK, I, I, she's going to enjoy retirement. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm sure. sure I'm sure. I'm sure she's going to go to a liberal college where she'll, you know, brainwash some young children and make money doing that it. That doesn't sound like a fun retirement at all. <laughs> well, because you're a rational person and not a psychopath. <laughs> I mean, I just don't think teaching and retirement at a college <laughs> sounds like any fun. Well, I mean, listen, she doesn't need to work a day in her life. She made plenty of uh, Bloomberg's money (laughs) while she was protected by firearms, talking about how firearms are bad. Yeah, she got death threats. Yeah, Yeah, and a really funny thing happened today um, with regards to Shannon Watts, and I don't know if I'm at liberty to say Did she congratulate you on 20,000 Instagram followers? Did she? Is she the number 20th? (laughs) No, but... did you did you see that uh, that post that I I photoshopped? I I took out the Moms Demand Action logo on her red shirt, and yeah. I put a I heart the pew pew Jew. <laughs> no, I, and, I definitely uh, wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't have seen. It. I don't have any social media. Mike Mike said Mike had the best chance of seeing it. Yeah, I didn't see it though. I saw you congratulate her. Well, listen, we're uh, we're out here in uh, sunny New York. And so I have a little piece here uh, called What's New in New York. And I know some people out there, some of our listeners are in uh, free states, you know, Texas, or I, was, I don't know I was going to Texas, but Texas has got a great I'm reputation. Te- Texas just always. I'm te- what's that? I'm from Texas. That's oh, you are? Yeah. You're originally from California, right? We don't talk about that. Oh, sorry. 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 So, <laughs> He's from Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> 
Um, our governor did the state of the state state of the state speech, which I hate. Like I hate that that's the name of that. The name state of the state, yeah, yeah. state of the yeah. union. That makes or, sense. You know, how about the the current state of New York? Yeah, or, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, the state of the state does sound <laughs> stupid, but anyway, state of the state, and she wants to reverse the trend of people leaving the state, which we have she, record she, numbers. She started off very well. Yeah, but this, then she followed up with. She wants to reverse the trend of people leaving the state by saying that if you build a new house, you can't use propane or gas in your house. Like, oh, and she wants to reduce uh, electricity costs while um, banning fossil fuels. Like that's going to lower electric si- right. electricity. Right. That'll bring people back. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and and we're not allowed to have guns, pretty much. So, like, yeah. you know, that that'll bring some people back. I'm sure. Well, I uh, I think she's doing a stand up job, honestly. Yeah, I'm glad that I didn't vote for her. Oh my god! Oh, and man. further, <clears throat> this is exciting. Uh, Firearms Policy Coalition files challenging a challenge to the New York Safe Act, which is our assault weapons ban. So that's positive. Yeah, I you know uh, I've been waiting for this thing to die. The only thing is, like we always talk about, you know, we know it's going to be a long battle. And uh, I just, you know, I guess I, I, I guess that's the the motive here, or the uh, the, the direction that they they uh, New York chooses. Just pepper, just, oh, 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 just like out, try to outlast us. Oh, it definitely is that. You know, let's see if we can outlast. Them. Well, so the other thing that the other bit of news I have from New York, and then we can move on from New York, I guess, is that uh, Firearms Policy Coalition is also looking for plaintiffs to challenge the body armor laws. And so, like, we have all this stuff. So, to your point, yep, they're just hammering away, hammering away, hammering away. And I feel like New York State is just like, we'll just keep kicking the can down the road so you know to be plaintiffs do you have to have tried to buy body armor to, I think and the be way, denied i think the way so far as of this particular this particular one it was from certain counties okay and i don't know why that was the case but certain counties and then <clears throat> you have to be willing to say that you want to buy armor like you actively want to buy armor and you can't because of the laws because um, hmm. i actually was like hmm i might consider this and then it was like Andiaga, Andiaga County. We probably get some new listeners if you got your name out there like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good, that's a good strategy. Start taking on cases. Yeah, really. You yeah. Know, like that would, I don't, I don't know that you would really enjoy that as much as you might think you might. Yeah, maybe not. Probably know. not. So Yehuda, you're in Texas. It sounds like you don't have to worry about any of this stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, um, as so Texas is not this firearm safe haven it really isn't. Everyone think it really, it really isn't. It, yeah, it really isn't. But it's a lot better than New York. Um, oh, a hundred percent. Meaning, <laughs> I, I you know, I, I walk around. I walk around obviously with a concealed firearm um, all day. Um, I have a forty three X with the shield arms, fifteen rounders. Uh, so I'm. I'm nothing no, about that sounds like it's too restrictive. Yeah. And yeah. You also can, uh, you so, can also have uh, suppressors and SBRs. Oh yes, I actually. Well, those right. You still have to go through the whole process, which I actually did, and I just got my first can back in the mail. I picked it up about three weeks, uh, a month ago. Nice. Oh yeah, I think you last time you were on the show, I think you mentioned you were waiting for that. Yeah. Yeah, I was waiting for it. I got it, but in the meantime, while I got it, I had a Ruger PC charger. Okay, yeah. Those things are cool. Uh, I, I like got, them. Oh, I they're look they're, at that. they're so it. much fun. And I, I got a folding brace for it. So um, then I got the ASR mount because I got the Omega 9K. Um, and I have this little ver- this vertex Pete? backpack that you literally just fold up. PC charger. The, yeah, it, you just fold up the brace. Mm, yeah. And um, it fits right in this backpack. I have five 30-round Glock mags. And, uh, um, I can't see you. And now you're so far from the mic. I can't even hear you. <laughs> can't hear me. What? That's weird. Cause I'm like talking into my earpieces. So uh, now now you're good. Now, now I got, you. got you. Now I got you. Oh, this is pretty That's cool. Really cool. Right. Yeah. We can't it's, have one. It's a, it's a, oh, would that be it's a, a pistol fan? here? It's, it, yeah. It's a pistol. It's a pistol. But we can't have it because, well, for a lot of reasons, but one, because the magazine is outside the handle. Oh yeah. Yeah. There's all kinds of rules yeah, so, in New York. Yeah, so it, it, it's great. So now I have, and then I bought myself a little tourniquet them. pouch. And on the inside of the backpack, there's like this webbing. I connected the tourniquet pouch and it fits the suppressor. That's cool. Um, no, no. Right. So the only way you could have that, Keith, is if there was a way to pin the magazine. Is it true? I've heard 
people from Texas um, give different answers to this, but do you feel it is turning more purple? A hundred percent. It's so scary. hundred percent. So scary. Yeah, it's, it's very Thank scary. Thank God for Florida. Florida's turning red yeah. as can be. No, at, look, if, if what, what's the, from the movie, the Alamo, you know, it goes, uh, if Texas goes, there goes the country or something yeah. like that. Yeah. If Texas goes, then, you know, you, I really feel that the repercussions of Texas going blue will have a very detrimental effect. Well, yeah, because election-wise, election you're right. talking New York, you'd be talking New York, Texas, and California. I mean, it would be like, you'd be unelectable except for, you know, Democrats. Right. It'd be very scary. Right, exactly. But, but you know, um, there, there's certain places that you can't carry. There's always, like, loopholes. Like, I, I've gone to a mall where... Um, where at the entrance of the mall, there is a big sign, the, the proper signage that says you can't carry. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they've since tuck it down. However, this was like, it's really like a massive mall. And there's a lot of shops within the mall that have their own separate entrances. So like, I would always park by the Bed Bath & Beyond, who didn't have any of the signs, walk through bed bath and beyond and then enter the mall and if anything would ever happen to me i'd be like there's no signs like what are you talking about like so like there's that and there's a couple movie theaters that don't allow you to carry um and they have like a sign right by the box office but the fun thing is they also have the kiosks where you can get the tickets yourself yeah so what i'll what i would do is like I just walk right to the kiosk and then I walk right into the theater and I bypass the actual box office. And if anything would happen, I'm like, Oh, I got my tickets there. I didn't even know. Yeah. So (laughs) we were talking about New York and I have to say not to be outdone California. They just issued in a bunch of new stuff themselves. The nation's first gun insurance mandates took effect in San Jose, which did you know about this Keith? No, I did not see this. So, I mean, you obviously know the whole like gun insurance debate of like, well, whether, right? I know we're not allowed to have it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was brought up in this article, right? So, I mean, this was crazy. First off, what the article said was, I have links to all these articles and all this stuff um, in did the you, show did notes. Did you send this and, I'm, and I didn't read it? It's in the show notes. Oh, man, I didn't. Yeah, you just, I just uh, you've been absent, man. It's okay. okay. I got you, man. I got you. But what they were saying is like, we're doing the San Jose stuff here. What it's requiring really wouldn't do anything to stop the things that are actual problems. So- I think it was saying like it would be like it would cover you under like negligent uh, like if something like a negligent discharge having someone got hurt accidentally in your house. Think of like um, homeowners insurance. Sure. But it doesn't cover people who live in your home. So they were saying it wouldn't it wouldn't do nothing in terms of like a child getting their hands on a gun and shooting a sibling would have no impact on that. It would have nothing to do with anything like an intentional like a crime, which it shouldn't. And. This is not the same as quote unquote carry guard, like what New York got rid of with the NRA's carry guard, yes, which is the one you were talking about earlier. Yep. But what's weird about that is they were mentioning in the article how in New York, there's like really not like there's not a an option for New Yorkers to get insurance for it, for a it, lot of people actually. Like if your homeowners insurance won't cover you in this way, there's nothing else out there. They didn't mention tax defense. <clears throat> That's not the same kind of insurance. So that you like tax defense or like carry guard, that's if you get in a shooting, self-defense shooting, they'll pay for your lawyer fees. This is liability insurance. So if you shoot someone, that person gets money from your liability insurance. Sure. But what this went on to talk about was the reason why, and this is kind of a summary of it, the reason why New York got rid of, and other states as well, got rid of like carry guard is because they said it violated insurance law where you can't provide insurance for an illegal act. And what made me laugh is how is defending yourself with a gun an illegal act? That, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's not, not, it's not, they're basically saying murder is murder, but there's a big difference between premeditated murder or homicide and committing a crime versus a self-defense shooting. Right which is still a homicide. To save a life or your your life. Right. It's just like, it's just so frustrating. And to your point... The the criminal's life is more important, I guess. Well, I mean, there's no, there's bail reform here. So you can commit a crime and you can be out on the street. Yep. You know, so I mean, San Jose is just as fucked up as New York or California is just as fucked up as New York. I think it's just, you know, sometimes us, you know, Americans get a little 
get a little foggy sometimes in the brain. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> goes goes from state to state. Can happen in Alaska or Hawaii. I mean, according to Yehuda, it's happening in Texas. They're going purple, goddammit. Happening everywhere. It's not good. Not, not in Florida. Not Well, that's true. Uh, not yet. Not, not yet. yet. Florida got redder. Fl- Florida was purple. Yeah. You know Florida why it's you know why it's more red now, Yehuda? Because uh, New Yorkers uh, left and went there. Yes. <laughs> well, the, the the certain New Yorkers. The good ones. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, I shouldn't say that. Well, I'm very I'm very proud because uh, Florida yeah. just elected <laughs> a friend a friend of mine to Congress, and she's freaking. Oh awesome. yeah, who was that? I saw it. Who was it? Uh, Anna Polina. Yeah, I saw that on your Instagram. I think. Yeah, that's she's, cool. She is awesome, and I love that woman. Um. She's such a uh, such a badass, but like, like she's a she's not like she's a beautiful woman, but she's also like an Air Force veteran and and um, just has all the credentials. So I, I'm I cannot be more proud of her and happier for her because I know she's going to do a great job. I mean, she was one of the she was one of the holdouts for McCarthy. Oh yes, yes, I do remember. She was that she name. was yep. one of the twenty or whatever it was. Yeah, tw- I think really it was twenty six or so, twenty seven. Yeah, so she she she's really. I mean, she like came out ready to fight. So I was like back and awesome. forth. I was back and forth on that on the holdout. You know, um, I definitely. You were like a little. You were a little fired up over that. I was a little fired up in the beginning. I I had a conversation with a few other friends, um, and uh, they pointed out some good points that that kind of got me okay with it. You know, if anything, one of the points that they made, if anything is, you know, now he knows it's not going to be so easy and he's going to have to. One of the things that I kind of, I got to be honest, I didn't follow it that closely. So let me start with that. But the way that I kind of read it was there was people who were like, they don't like the status quo. They don't like the way that our system is and the way that our, that our party two party system is going and that people are just following sort of the same old path and I kind of understand that you have to kind of vote your conscience and you have to, if you think someone else would be better, but I, I, I get that. I, I kind of, there's a part of me that understands that, but man, it looked like a shit show. It really it looks, rough. it really looks in a two party system. But, it's rough to do that. But but here's the, here's the thing. Is it, was it, see for me, right. That the, the media and the Democrats kept calling it a shit show and it's all absolutely yeah, awesome. Exactly. All that stuff, right? I, you're taking but, the, yeah. but for, for me, and a lot of other Americans were like, I don't see it being a shit show. It was it these people literally went to Congress and are doing exactly what we want them to do. No, I agree yeah. with that. That was the first part of my statement. But what yeah. I'm saying is it doesn't look like you're a united party and it doesn't look like you're gonna be able to get things that, done. I think what but you just no, said, Mike, not, is the but is a pr- But is we're the, not a united party. We're well, not a united party right now. You know how- I, I, we're not a united country in general. <laughs> That's true. Um, but I, I think what you just said, Mike, was really, you know, that was the perception that was given in the media. And I'm not exactly. sure that that's, uh, I'm not sure that that's the, uh, you know, really what happened. I think it's more along the lines of what Yehoda and I, I are saying. I, there are only a few tactics you can take. And, you know, these 26 or 27 individuals at minimum let, you know, sort of, made sure that he knew it's not going to be this easy to get things passed. You're going to have to make sure you toe the line on our side a little bit. And yes, do I think there were some backdoor deals being made that were probably some of the holdups too, of course, but that's also been happening since the beginning of time. Right. Um, you know, um, of course, you know, uh, party uh, conventions, Republican and uh, Democratic national conventions right before the nominees were always backdoor deals back in the day. That's where all the deals were made to who got the nomination to run on the ticket. So this stuff's been happening forever and ever and ever. And I guess the, the, the other argument to that is, well, can it change? You know, why do we have to always do what we always have done? It's like the Libertarian Party. There's things about the Libertarian Party that I really agree with. Um, there's sure. a lot, there's a lot of things that I think they're a little Looney Tunes about, but, but it's, it's the idea. I love when we, when I go on like, um, forums and, um, and on Reddit and stuff like that. And around election time, we'll use New York as an example. Cause you know, we had an election where it was, could have been closer than ever before. It was closer than ever before, or at least in 20, 20 years, years. Right. Yeah. And 
there were people like, I'm, I'm not voting for him because of this, and I'm not voting for him because, and I'm like, you know, I'm voting for the libertarian, and I'm like, the libertarian's not going to win. It's just not going to happen. Like I know, I know everyone says like if everyone says that, you know, they're never going to have a change. I mean, you have to look at the statistics of things, you know, and and really a presidential libertarian candidate's a better example. Like no one's even come close. It's not even close. Even it's very, the, it's very hard to accept that maybe your opinion's not the best one. What do you mean? So they're vote like I'm 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 guessing here. I'm not saying that this is the case, right? But you know, when when you're talking about someone, I'm voting libertarian. I'm not voting for right. him, right? You know, when you say that, they can't get out of their own opinion to right. realize that if you want anything that that libertarian party right. wants, you you got to go one way or the other to make your vote matter, right? I mean, they're just riding a moral high ground, which I, I get. I respect and it's their right, and I respect sure, that. Sure, but it's just like if you actually think that that's going to happen, it's not. It's not. It's just so. So here, here's what I will tell you: if the libertarian, if the libertarian, okay, so if the libertarian party can get their act together and actually nominate people who aren't nuts, <laughs> then I think it would appeal to a lot of people. Yeah, but enough to, to enough to make a third party run. Not, not. not after four years, but if you get legit candidates who are not insane, Joe Jorgensen was a horrible candidate. Yeah, her her running mate Spike Cohen is fantastic. Right? Yeah. So, so I'm what I'm saying is that they need a PR person, if you will. Right? They need someone who will say, "Guys, you guys are like killing yourselves," and like we need a whole revamp of the Libertarian Party. There's some fantastic people out there. Keith, can you look up on the big board? What's the closest a third part, like an independence ever come, like percentage-wise like, of the vote? It's like 8%. It's something uh, stupid, yeah. right? Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Maybe Yehuda. there might have been a couple years where it was double digits, but look it up. I just want to know the actual number. So I'm sorry, go ahead, Yehuda. Keep going. No, so I was just saying that, like, it's not going to happen overnight. And and I think that's, that's one of the whole things. Um, that was one of the big things, is that... You Let's do this one. It, it, that that if you're able to build up enough of a following, which the Libertarian Party is constantly, um, uh, Libertarian Party is constantly, uh, you know, an uphill battle, but they're constantly getting younger and newer members of the party daily. I mean, I have a ton of friends within the Libertarian Party, and I I've never been the big Libertarian guy. But what I will tell you is that over the last, call it year and a half, I'm really beginning to start leaning a lot towards the Libertarian Party, um, just because I think you can. There's a there's a difference between having leaning towards the Libertarian philosophy. Like you can you can have that ideology. I always say this. There's a difference between reality and ideology. So you could say like in my in my ideals, I feel this would be the perfect way or the perfect candidate, right? But if that person's not going to have a chance at winning, and you know, and statistically you know that, and again, I know there's gonna be listeners that are gonna light me up and be like, you know, well, you're never gonna change anything that way. I mean, we're talking about hundreds of years. I mean, Keith just looked up like the popular vote. Like, I mean, we're talking in the modern era, so like Teddy Roosevelt. Like ex- excluded from this, but Ross yeah. Perot had like what twelve percent of the popular vote. Like that, that's my memory. Like I, I, I yeah. think it maybe cracked into double digits a few times. Yeah, but it's not. I mean, it's not even close. You, you have no chance with that. You know, and that's someone that was the best performer. I mean, listen, maybe that could change if we could get more than half of Americans out to vote. You know, I mean, some countries it's a national holiday. Yeah, except we would make it a holiday. People would take the day off and, go, <laughs> and never go vote. Yeah, they would, they'd go buy a refrigerator. Well, I mean, there's some countries who you're like you're required to go. Vote, yeah, <laughs> I don't know that that's any know. better. Well, listen, I mean, you said it before. We're very divided. It's very scary. Speaking of scary, I this is totally off topic. I was like flipping through for like topics, and I saw this like uh, it was something to do with like uh, things in nature, and it was this like, horrific spider. I have I have my moments, man. Sometimes spiders freak me out, and other times, what I'm are like, oh, what are some things that's that are in nature that scare you? Fearing that I might get lost. And having to eat mushrooms, and I eat the wrong one. <laughs> really? Are you afraid of mushrooms? <laughs> no, no, no. I just, I, I just thought of that all right, like just off the top of my head. I was actually thinking about, I was thinking about this, and I'm like, I don't like snakes. Snakes freak me out. 
They're just anything what, that moves that fast with no legs freaks me the well, fuck out. Well, when I was out hunting this year with cousin Brian, I'm 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 uh, holed up under this tree, just like relaxing for a little while, and this freaking squirrel was pissed that I was under his tree, and he kept like coming up and down the trunk, and like there was one point where. I, he was like within two feet of my head. You're afraid of squirrels? No, I'm not. I mean, I'm, I, mean, I was afraid of this squirrel. He was like, mad. He, <laughs> he was, was mad. He was yeah. like doing this thing. And I went camping one time, and I'm in like a tent, and you know, you're surrounded by trees. Obviously, you're trying to take a dump, weren't you? No, I was asleep. I, I so we were stuck in a storm. It was really, it was oh. bad, right? And I'm in, I'm, I'm like, I'm going to bed now, and it's like. I mean, like rain is like coming down in buckets, which the tent was good. I was dry, but like the, the trees were like swaying back and forth. And I'm like, you know, they a widow maker. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, there's a chance that I die. Like there was an absolute, very good chance a tree falls on me and I die. And that was like a horror. I just had to go to sleep and say, well, it is what it is. Probably about 15 years ago, I took Rebecca camping, like out Pennsylvania, like to Hershey park, my yeah. wife. And, um, we ended up, we were in a tent and it ended up pouring in the middle of the night and we couldn't make it. Like we had abandoned, we had to sleep. In oh, the car. really? It was well, bad. I had, I went backpacking with like two buddies of mine. It was actually the day after I got, um, asked my wife to marry me. We went backpacking the day after. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, we were just, we were like halfway to our like destination to, to get out. And it was like nighttime and pour, I mean, pouring rain, thunder, lightning. I mean, you couldn't, there was no other option. It was you just had to camp it out and just deal with it. Just hope a, a widowmaker didn't take you out. So I wouldn't have actually been a widowmaker because I was just engaged. So so yeah, you would have been a pre-widowmaker. Yeah, I would have been a fiance. That sounds like a wrestling move. The yeah. pre-widowmaker. <laughs> what about you, Yehuda? Is there anything in nature that that petrifies you? No scorpions in Texas, right? The scorpions in there. Uh, I haven't. I've never seen one. I've, I I think scorpions are really big, like in New Mexico and Arizona. Okay, that's yeah, probably. Um, is there anything in nature that? How really about that sucks? pollen? You get bad pollen out there, right? Yeah, we get horrible pollen, but that 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 it's you don't petrify. Right? I just can't breathe out of my nose. <laughs> honestly, the, I'll be I'll be very honest. Now, obviously, you know, when you're in a situation, you might get scared, but really, the only thing that truly freaks me the hell out is getting buried alive. Don't ask why. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's pretty scary. Um, well, listen, the buried, I, the buried alive is easy. You just do what they did when they thought that could happen or when that has happened. Put a bell? You yeah, gotta, you just put a string, a bell. Dead outside ringer, baby. String. Dead ringer. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, you know, actually, no, you know what scares me in nature? This is a weird one. I, I'm not a great swimmer. Uh, the, I'm, the ocean scared. That's I'm nature. really petrified of open water. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. So like, we go back to the snake, go back to the widow maker, yep. all that stuff. If I'm on my feet, I got to fight in chance. I may not be the toughest. I may not be, but I got to fight in chance. A dog chases me. He might tear my jugular out, but I'm, I'm going to take a few swings. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gouge out some eyes. I'm going to go. I just get tired in the ocean. That's it. It's, it's a slow, just like you just know you're just like running out of energy. Did you ever, were you ever swimming in the ocean and you almost get taken out by the undertow? Uh, yes, one time. So one this, time, yeah, one time. One time. So I didn't know about the whole swim parallel to shore thing. Me neither. See, I love, I, I love being on the water. Uh, growing so up you're not scared of the water. I, I love being not on the water. All. I just, you know, I don't love being in the ocean. Yeah, ocean. Oh no, I, dicey. I love, I love. I used to. Uh, one of my best friends was a huge surfer, and I used to wake up at four in the morning with him when it was still dark. Do you surf? Uh, I mean, I haven't for 20 years. Oh, but you have, uh, though. Oh, absolutely. It was great. Way it's like riding bad. a bike. <laughs> I'll tell you something. Surfing is not surfing like is riding not, a bike. Is not easy. No, it's um, definitely, it's really, really challenging. It is really challenging. But no, we would wake up at, you know, four in the morning, get to the beach at five in the morning and hit hit the waves at sun uh, sunrise. Uh, go back to his house. We'd each grab a shower and then we'd head off to school. Um, so I love, I love being on the water. Um, I told my wife if we win the lottery, like, you know, like 800 million, I'm definitely dropping like 50 million on like a really nice yacht. Mm -hmm. Um, that way when there's like a massive war, we just go right out into sunset on the ocean. And she's like, I can't do that because I don't want to be on the ocean ever. Because what happens if the boat stops and blah blah blah? I'm like, yeah, well, you just lost your spot. Well, um, don't, they, they, that spot didn't really matter anyway. Well, uh, no, I told my wife I, after after she told me she doesn't want me to do that. 
I said, that's fine. You just lost your spot. I'm going to sell my yacht down to like <laughs> Cancun, Cancun or somewhere. Now that I got 20,000 followers, I'm selling yeah. my yacht exactly. out of here. Yeah, yeah. my 20,000. Yeah. That's what you're going to call the yacht, 20,000. <laughs> 20, 20, 20k 20k, 20K. Uh, but i told her yeah i'm like i'm gonna go pick up some like model who wants to survive and i'll just live with her instead and That's my right. wife is like you're not funny i'm like i'm hilarious you just don't she'll be something. she'll be the nanny yeah, yeah i can do that <laughs> so mike have uh I, I i know we already talked about new york now you can bring up another new york thing we have to bring it up I think it's more national news. You know, when it involves the Supreme Court, it's more national. I got news for you: right? everything in New York involves the nation because whatever happens to us can happen. Anywhere. Can happen anywhere. Yeah. Well, did you? Uh, I know. I don't even have to say. Did you? Uh, I want to know what you thought about New York enforcing the gun restrictions for right now. The Supreme so, Court, you mean? Sup- what? Yeah, Supreme Court enforcing New York's. <clears throat> yeah. So, so case. was it GOA? It was GOA. I think the GOA wanted. Uh, relief from the court. But long story short, uh, and I, I have to give uh, yep. Sotomayor, I have to give her credit. She brought it in front of the entire... She didn't, right, she she didn't, didn't make the decision to. on her own. And she yep. didn't have to do that. So I actually have to give her, her credit for that. Uh, and they decided that they wanted to kick it back to the Second Circuit. Anything I've ever read about the Supreme Court, they... they they're pretty close. They're pretty close. They are pretty They're close. Very close. You yeah. Know? Well, what's the whole thing that uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was very close with um, Antonin Scalia? They were yep. like best friends. Yeah. So anyway, uh, not to not to get off topic here, but uh, so they decided to kick it back to the Second Circuit and let this stay stay, and but they wanted an explanation. So I I, I, I want to clarify that. Basically, yes. what what they said, in my opinion, what they what I read was that. The law is in effect. Nobody can put a stay, a temporary restraining order, anything. Whatever the Concealed Carry Act says, that's the law. Right. And that's the way it is until it works its way through the Second Circuit Court. And so, so this is all, all going... All pieces of the Concealed Carry Improvement Act are in place now, and they have to be followed. So for people who are outside of the state, people after Bruin, New York State doubled down and said this improvement plan yep. which basically said you can't carry anywhere it, let, that's let's one just, thing i mean you have to you have to show you have to give the names of everyone that's in your household and your family you have to give three yep. years of Tons your social of stuff. media stuff right yeah. and so it went we, through, we went over it, it go back a few yep, episodes it went through all the court systems and there was a um tro put in place well and then, well first there was it was dismissed I made fun of Sotheby. I apologized. <laughs> he uh, he took it back up and put a stay in place. Right. That got appealed. Then it came back. There was a temporary restraining order. There was a couple different judges involved. All the while, you're, Mike, saying, this is confusing. I don't know it's what's so going on. so confusing. Right? I think, that was, uh, I think that was New York's argument. I think that was, you know, like... Uh, so they, so they, did the, they kicked it back to the Second Circuit, but... Justice Alito, along with Thomas, they wrote and said that it's a procedural thing. Hurry the fuck up. And rather than expressing any view of the merits of the case. So uh, what's annoying about this is Letitia James, the district attorney, went out and was like, this is a win for New York. And it's like, no, that's he, he not was what... Very, they were very clear that It was not a win, win for New York. And, it, it, and they, were, they even said this shouldn't deter anybody. This shouldn't deter any, um, yeah. any uh, uh, plaintiffs. Yep. Um, uh, gun owners, America, gun owners of America said they're looking forward to continuing the fight, and they find they found this to be reassuring. This 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 was anything but a win. The Supreme Court was pretty. I mean, Alito's uh, state. So you look at it as not negative. See, I look at it as negative. It's pretty uh, depressing. So, uh, I they were. I thought the the Alito's statement was pretty clear. You don't take too long. Second Circuit needs to give an opinion on right. why they put the stay in place because they have not done it yet. Correct. It needs to be done and get it right because if you don't get it right, we are totally okay with hearing it again. And I understand that because it's like if you look at it from like a managerial standpoint, like in a business, it's like you're telling your, if you're the CEO, you're telling one of your managers, it's your Fix call, it. get it right. right. I, I get that. But the problem I have is this is New York State uh, is clearly doubling down and going directly against the spirit of the law, the Bruin law. They clearly are 
thumbing their nose at the Supreme Court. Yes. And so here's the chance for the Supreme Court to say, no, 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 no. That's not what we meant, and you know that's not what we meant. Don't fuck around. Yep. And instead, they're kind of like, and I get it, but it's just everything takes fucking forever. I've been busy since this came out, so I haven't been able to look. Thomas said something too, but I, I they I, lined up together. Their their statement was a joint statement. Oh, it was a joint statement. Okay, yeah. I thought it was only Alito's. I I didn't realize. No, that. it was. It said something like Alito uh, uh, and fellow conservative Clarence Thomas okay. together. Um, Have you heard about all this, Yehuda? Yeah, I know it's, I know it's um, a little far from. I mean, you. we're we're obviously well, no, probably though, a little I mean, more I'm, detailed than than you have to deal with well, in Texas. Well, I'm I'm an activist, so you know I I try to pay attention to everything in every state. Thank but you. This has all happened in the last like month. No and, days. days. Oh days. Yeah, oh, this and, is days. And with, it, it, you were confused because there's been a lot going on in New York. In yeah, the past there's month. something right. every month. <laughs> right, exactly. But also with my with my surgery, I've kind of been. Listen, the medication the, it made you forget your days. You yeah, just, yeah. You, two yeah. days felt like two months. <laughs> no, absolutely. But like with the surgery, I, I've kind of been a little on the um, not paying attention as much as I should because That's I fair. Just, this is definitely not necessarily uh, a total downer. Um, I, of course, I was a little disappointed that they didn't uh, aside with with GOA, but uh, I, mean, I really wanted them to smack them down and just be like, this "I still is- feel confident that that can happen." I, you know what it is, too, Mike. Like anyone who listens to the show knows how passionate I get about this stuff, how fired up is. I was really fired up when it happened. We there were probably three episodes where we yeah. talked about. This. You're pretty mellow about this right now. I'm well, impressed. I got to tell you, I'm at the point where I'm 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 looking at it like this is the process. I, I think I think the the argument is on pretty sound ground that they are stubbing their nose in it and it's going to be that much sweeter when it all gets smacked down i guess right? for me okay and, and and so like yes there's a process we're going through the process all that stuff the process fucking sucks it takes forever but i'm just this is i'm it's being, being very, I'm be, it's being abused i'm being very pessimistic being i'm being very pessimistic here but it just feels like every time we get something that seems like good news they're just going to find another way to kick the can down the road. And it's, it's, like, it's interesting that we're, we're sort of switching. Yeah, places. we really are. You know, you're, you were like a couple episodes ago, you were I like, we're, we're the tip of the spear. Now I know it's just so hard. It's like, God, they know how to beat, beat a motherfucker down. We're, you know, this is why we're not lawyers. We, right. we could, I could never be, a lawyer. I could never be a lawyer. Never, ever, ever, <laughs> ever. Um, so Yehuda, I have to say that I do feel yes. a little bit bad because we brought you on the show and we talked about a lot of New York stuff. But we're going to close out with some Texas, with some Texas, some good old Texas. So, Keith, what do we got? Sounds good. So we both saw this. Uh, I, I I sent it over to, to make sure we talked about it. But the uh, in Yehoda, I can't imagine that Texas isn't talking about it. The taco shop shooting. The taco shop shooting. Wow. All right. You, okay. It's time for you to get out of the house. <laughs> get off the meds. You got you to get, get you off the meds, man. All right. Uh, so this is this is what happened. Uh, I What's the name oh, of the town? Oh, okay. Okay. I didn't realize it was a taco shop. You're talking about like like the the totally cool old ball dude. Who just, yes. 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 He, okay. Okay. I didn't realize. I, I, I knew. I thought it was like a, a cafe or a No, no, no. no it right. might be a cafe. It, it looks was a, like a, ta- it was a, oh. a taqueria. Was it? Oh, I was right. Okay. I mean, taco shop. I didn't realize. I didn't realize it was a taco shop. That's yes. why I got confused. It is literally. It was literally a taqueria. So so what happened, Keith? Well, so uh, basically, if those, I mean, everybody, I, I don't know, anyone that listens to the show, I'm sure I've seen it at this point, but uh, <laughs> Robert walks into the taco uh, shop and demands everyone throw their wallet and their money on uh, to him. He's waving a gun. He's got a, he's got a mask on. Uh, he's going up and down the aisles a couple different times. Uh, there's probably about uh, one, two, three, I think there's like six or seven people in in the taco about that. I'm looking at the, the taco shop, and um, a, a bald gentleman, as Yehoda described, uh, that's sitting at a, a booth with with another uh, male, is uh, complying, throws his money on the ground, reaches down while this while this. Robert slyly, slyly, but noticeable in my opinion. I think the shooter probably, I mean, the uh, criminal kind of probably noticed if he was really his, paying attention. He, he, when he he did it, I actually thought his tactics were sound. He did it when the guy would turn away. Like yeah. I, I actually thought he did a good job. Of maybe, maybe he thought he was reaching for more money. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know. But uh, he waits for an opportunity where the um, 
a, a you know suspect. I don't even know. Can we call him that? It's on video. He was robbing somebody. The robber. The robber. Uh, you know, is is sort of sort of walking away from him, but possible to still shoot him. Uh, reaches up and shoots him uh, in the back. I in mean, the back, sort of ish. Four times. Four times. The robber by this time falls pretty close to the door um, <clears throat> and appears to drop his weapon. And then the uh, um, do-gooder, as most of us, I think, would think, uh, shoots another four times. While he was down. While he was down. Then reaches down, couldn't figure out what he took away. Maybe it was money or something. And then shoots him a ninth time. In the head or the neck, they said. Yeah. And uh, that part was kind of tough to watch. Um, it was oh some of the other funny things is then oh, no, I shouldn't say funny I apologize the other interesting parts of this is that he then hands the money back to everyone yeah. he goes to get the gun and the gun's a fake which you don't know from the video you don't know well no uh, that so, has come out after let me let me let me clarify but leaves when when the gentleman is waving the gun around at everybody and asking for money they thought it was a real gun it looked like a right. real gun I thought when, it was a real gun. when the guy We'll call him the uh, the citizen, the yeah. armed citizen. I liked I liked Yehoda's description. Old bold guy, he's good with me. <laughs> when he shot him, and you know the guy's down, and he shoots him again four more times. He grabs the gun. I don't know if you saw this part of the video. He gets the gun and he goes, "Are you kidding me?" And he throws it against the wall. Oh, I missed that. I yeah, missed that. it it was a fake gun. It was it was it has been reported as a fake gun. So the guy was robbing with a fake gun, and. Um, I think he even threw something at his head at one point. Like he threw like a coffee cup at his head or something. Like, I, I mean, I, at that point, and then he, he just gets in his like, truck and he just it leaves. Worth it? Yeah, then he leaves. Yeah, and so, I, which is totally gangster. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I can't believe. I mean, the balls on that guy. No, the to ball, leave. The, the guy's got a friggin' set of bowling balls <laughs> in his fucking pants. But I mean, this guy, in my opinion, there's no way this guy doesn't go to jail. Uh, no, I mean, so it's, it is Texas. In New York, it's definite. So listen, that that all that stuff goes definitely in his favor. But I, what what I'm not understanding, and this is from a completely rational person place, if shots, you know, if the first four shots were were okay, I mean, meaning like they're acceptable in a court, right? So there's a couple things here. What, what does that matter? What, well, what what does five through nine matter? So here's it, the thing. So he shoots him. Four times in the back, and that, and I'm I'm putting that in because it's very important. But in a, given the given yeah. the circumstances, because because people hear like, oh, he shot him in the back. Given the circumstances, the guy's waving a gun. He easily could have yes. said, you know what? Now it's your turn. Turned and shot the guy. So I I don't think there's anybody who would fault him for defending himself and all this stuff. But what I had said to Keith was, the guy is down, and what a lot of people are saying is the next four shots. So shots. Five through, uh, eight. five through eight, uh, the argument is, well, maybe he had another gun on him. Maybe he was, you know, he was going to turn and, you know, okay. Uh, I would say you stand and you cover, you have your gun on him and you call 911 and you wait for the police officers to come. And and if he turns, you're ready to take action. Um, the ninth one, there's just, I mean, there's no defending that. Uh, there's no reason. And, it, and it was listen, obvious anger. It was frustration. It was whatever it was. There's no way you're going to justify that was for self-defense. My uh, and I, listen, I totally let me let me start by saying I totally agree, and I'm playing devil's advocate because that's what you and I do, and I can't <laughs> help myself. Okay. So I totally agree with everything you said, but I'm going to do the devil's advocate. I go back to what I said before. If one, if the first four shots were justified, meaning they make sense. What do the other shots matter? Yehuda, how many shots do you take when your when your life is in danger? Until the threat is over. That's it. You just answered the question. Right. So well, was right, was the threat over? It, 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 maybe, it doesn't matter. Was the threat over? No, no. I, I, he obviously didn't feel that way. And and uh, he, you, he would be wrong. And you're almost and you and I think when I watched the video, there was one point where I almost felt like he just now there were there was seconds in between these group of shots. But I felt like he should kept pulling the trigger until it wouldn't, I, wouldn't fire anymore. I actually think. I'm first four, no problem. I think the next four and the fifth, I actually don't think the next four are good. The only thing I will give him for the next four, the only thing, is that you could make the argument I was I was scared, you know, and 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 to to what the people are saying, lawyers are saying, you know, they didn't know if he had another gun. Okay, maybe 
maybe he was scared. I still think that's a stretch. The guy was belly down. What what if what if what if shot number six was the was the fatal shot? You didn't you didn't shoot it. You didn't you're shoot. Not, you're not shooting him to kill him. You're not shooting him to make a fatal shot. No no you're no shooting. no. What, that's what somebody might argue oh, on the ninth. I see what you're that's what somebody might argue on the ninth. Some prosecutor might say the ninth was unwarranted. I see what you're well, but if the sixth one was the one that killed him, I didn't shoot. I didn't shoot a living person on the ninth shot. He was already dead. No way to prove that though. I think I think wrong. And what on you that. can make the I argument wrong on that. What you can make the argument is this: the first four stopped the threat. He was on the ground. He wasn't threatening anybody. He was on the ground. And for all you know, he might have actually lived, and you know, no, four. and nobody got hurt, and sure. he, and then you took four I mean, more. What, Fifty Cent was shot eight times, right? Right. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it, it's going to be a very interesting case because if he would have just stopped after the four shots, well, yeah. and and um, certainly wish he had done that, right? Right. If he would have done that, then there was, I, th- this wouldn't even be a case. Um, I think the video uh, okay. also needs subtitles. I, Have you seen the video yet, Yehoda? Um, so I, I saw the video. It um, needs subtitles because I don't know what he's yelling and I don't know what the robber's yelling. Right. So I saw the whole video, which included the shooting. But I think when I when I did it, uh, was it last week? Again, I, I'm, I'm all messed up. But I think when it was last week, um, I had just taken some medication. I'm like... Well, yeah, that looks good. I actually, until you guys told me now, I didn't see he took a bunch more shots once I was on the floor. Yeah. It could be I just wasn't paying attention. Well, there's enough. not a lot of video of that out there. There is a video, like we could send you one. There is a video out there. Yeah, but- please please send it to me. Yeah. I would I would love to actually see it because if what what's going to happen is the, the prosecutors um are going to look very, very, very closely, not at the original shots, Although they're going to say, well, why didn't you let the guy just go out? Because it looked like the guy was on his way out. Um, so we all know, you know, if that happens, it's only money, right? Like now this guy's in the whole world of hurt because of the shots he took. So they're going to look at that. But I think if he really did take uh, four additional shots at the gentleman on the floor, then it's going to really come down to um, – it's going to really come down to – was the was the the robber did they see him reaching for the gun right and that's why the yeah. guy took right they're gonna yeah the video is get, the can video he articulate is, that can he say oh you know he was reaching for that because if he can well, the smart thing that he has done since he decided to do all the stupid things <laughs> is he uh and i i didn't look today so he might have his name might have been released today but um he did retain counsel and he has reached out to the police who have been looking for him and he has, uh, I guess they're trying to negotiate a uh, time to talk. <laughs> so well, to <laughs> I'll, I'll sort of end it on this. And the reason why, like, and you and I, like, you know, the devil's advocate thing, we kind of yeah, like, I mean, like I to listen, push back. I, I, but, I agree. I think the ninth one was not. Good. I mean, the ninth definitely was pretty rough. I think the next, the second four string of four was maybe, pr- maybe pretty he, rough. Maybe he realized, at, maybe the ninth one was out of anger for realizing the gun was fake. Yeah, like, you motherfucker, <laughs> you made me do this. You made me do this. Boom! <laughs> I... The <laughs> the reason why I'm a little impassioned about this is because, like, you got to know. You got to know. You got to know when the laws, you got to know, you know, you got to know how to keep yourself out of this shit. Yeah, but the heat, you know. The, the, I know. I Listen, for all I know, I ever get in something, maybe I, I'll make some, a stupid mistake. I'm just saying, Monday morning quarterbacking, it's like, it, it's a bad look. And yeah, I just, yeah, I, I, I would, I would not want to try to defend him. I think it would be very tough. But wait, let's, let, wait, let's put it this way. The Kyle Rittenhouse case is a much clearer yes. and easy case to determine that Kyle Rittenhouse was in the clear and did everything he needed to do and didn't over, <clears throat> uh, uh, over, um, what's it called that? Uh, Used too much violence in the situation. Yeah. He did what he had to do, and then he stopped. And he immediately turned himself in. And his case excessive use of force. Better. I think that's what he... right. There was ex- right use of, right. I mean, Kyle's um, tactics were actually pretty good. He just was underage and shouldn't have been there with a gun. But other yeah. than that, his his tactics were pretty. He was damn. just underage and shouldn't have been there. <laughs> but his tactics his tactics were sound as shit. Truth matters, right? He wasn't underage at the end of it. Wasn't he allowed to be there? Right. So, so right. So I think the Kyle Rittenhouse case is a much 
much more clear-cut case than this one is because we we have video, we have photos, we have everything. We had Kyle, like I said, run to the police with his hands up saying, hey, right. guys, I right. he literally did everything right. Like I said, we, we, had, we had our government right. saying, we didn't have any drones there. Uh, wait, we did have some drones. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, whoever the prosecutors are, are is going to be another, you know, binger for oh, Yeah, you know, right? Yeah. Like, is it going to be like another guy like that, or is it actually going to be? Well, that's something that could play to his favor. You know, I don't know the politics of that particular town. Um, do you know the name of it? I can't pronounce it. I just the one I said it said Houston Taqueria. Uh, the local, yeah. you know, local uh, police and things could be be more sympathetic is maybe the word. I don't know. Listen, all I can say is uh, that was a very heavy topic. <laughs> I figured since that was so heavy, I wanted to do something uh, kind of fun. And Yehud, I know you're uh, you're big on uh, the ha-has and the fun. laughs. So oh, yeah. what, what is, if you had to choose favorite comedies of all time? Oh, this is uh, I, Blazing I, Saddles. Bla- oh, that that's a good, good one. one. That's a good one. I was thinking uh, Coming to America maybe? So I'm I'm very I'm very old school, right? Okay. So like for me, Blazing Saddles is just I I mean put it this way, anything you can't make today is a hell of a lot funnier than That's anything true. You, anything you could. And that movie and Blazing, was like it was like really, really edgy. Yeah, that movie, yeah, it's so edgy, so like but um Blazing Saddles and then a movie called Naughty Nineties. I never heard Which of was was Blazing no, Saddles well, Mel, Mel Brooks? Mel Brooks, yeah. 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 Brooks. So I think of like Spaceballs too. Uh, Spaceballs is a really good one. Really good one. That's on my list. Spaceballs is up there as well, but not, but um no uh, uh it's with Gene Wilder and and a bunch of other famous people and I mean it's just like every line that comes out of that movie is more racist than the next, <laughs> yeah. but like but like that's the whole point. They're right. they're, they're making fun of racism and, and that's. Yeah, we'll take I all in the family, that. right? Like Archie Bunker. Oh, all the family, exactly. It's right? like, like that so, kind of a thing. Archie Bunker, I remember I used to watch, um, I'd get into bed, my wife would go on her phone, and I'd like pull out my iPad and watch episodes of uh, All in the Family. And I mean, I'm 38, right? So All in the Family was way before my time. But I'm sitting there, like tears streaming down my face because all in the family is just so damn funny <laughs> and and um so so just politically incorrect yeah, on yeah. every level oh. and if you want to talk about like i love how everyone throws throws around the whole um you know oh women break glass ceilings and blah 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 right like Dude, no one broke as many glass ceilings as all in the family. Yeah, <laughs> right. And like the Jeffersons, I mean, which was a spinoff, was okay, another one so that, was that was like that was good too. That was Here's a good one. Thing. This is why I didn't like the Jeffersons. Okay, and and this always gets me in the hot water. But clearly, you guys know me well enough that I don't care. Um, the reason why I don't like the Jeffersons is because George Jefferson owned dry cleaners. Well, no, <laughs> no, he was he was a straight up racist, right? Like straight up racist. Yeah. Whereas Archie Bunker, and I'm not making excuses, Archie Bunker was an idiot. Right. He was in he was an ignoramus, right? So you're able to laugh more with Archie Bunker rather than George Jefferson. Right. Yeah. Is that almost like the Tropic Thunder with the with um Ben Stiller doing exactly. like the retarded exactly. character? Exactly with with uh Robert Downey. No, he, Jr. Was, sorry, playing... he was black. Well, he was no, blackface. That, well, so it's interesting. Everyone, you know, we're talking about it in that tent, but the person that got the most heat in that movie was Ben Stiller playing a re- playing the retarded character. Right. He Did actually he... got more heat. Ben Stiller got more heat for that than than. I didn't realize that, that he played. Yeah, simple ja- simple Jack. Yeah, I guess I didn't realize that he played it, that simple Jack was a re- was. I don't even know if I'm allowed to say that right? anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's part of the problem. Yeah, like, that's what they called him on that. And yeah, he was to, with that right. he had more heat from from you know the media about that than Robert. Downey Have you Jr. ever played. seen um, Robert Downey Jr. talk about that on yes. Joe Rogan? Yeah. Well, this is what I'm talking. And people that's were like, I'm, his mom was like. You can't do that. <laughs> I think it was Joe Rogan where he said exactly what I just said. He's like, yeah. everybody was focusing on Ben, and he was like, and I, he, I think his exact quote was, I don't know how he pulled it off. I, I really don't know how. That's how Ben Stiller saved him. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> so we got, we got Blazing Saddles. We got 
uh, all in the family. We guys to come to America. Keith, I'm giving you last word on this. <laughs> what, what is your pick, Keith? Not as old as some of those other ones, but I still think laugh every time I watch the Wedding Crashers. I like the Wedding Crashers. I'm a big I'm a big Vince, Vince Vaughn, Vaughn guy because yeah. I was gonna say I love dodgeball. Dodge I'm a big dodgeball guy. You can, you can dodge a wrench. You, you can, can dodge ball. ball. Yeah, yeah. No, I, the uh, the the part where the fud where the fud activities are taking place <laughs> in, in Wedding Crashers and uh, they're dressed like fuds, you know. And, he shoots them, and he's coming out, and he's like, he's like, they're overpopulated in this area, and he goes, he's like, wow, I didn't know you're so so excited, and he he's like. Uh, I, I'm just, I'm just psyched. Let's go shoot some shit. You know, <laughs> let's go kill some shit. Yeah, Vince Vaughn is amazing. All right, I think that'll do it for this episode. I want to thank all of our listeners for tuning in, and a very special thanks to you for hanging out with us and chopping it up. If anyone out there has any opinions or thoughts on tonight's conversation, feel free to reach out to us on Instagram or Discord and let your voice be heard. <laughs>